Hello, and welcome to For the Love of Stories. God, it's been a while since I've said that. Um, to be perfectly honest with you, I don't really know what happened. It's been several months since I've recorded last, and I feel very bad about it. Um, but school ended yesterday, which is, sorry, that's a light bulb falling, because, yeah. Uh, anyways... School ended yesterday, which is very big for me. I have been so occupied lately with school. It's just been a really stressful, like, end of the year, sort of, like, try to get last-minute things done. But I'm done with that, and I'm going to try and record every single week of the summer, except for two weeks in August when my family is going on a trip. We're going to go on a long camping trip. That's going to be really nice, and I'm probably not going to bring my iPad, so I won't be recording then. Um... And I doubt my mom is going to bring her computer, which I was, that's my backup thing to record on if I, my iPad is not available. Uh, anyways, um, so yeah, it's been a very long time since I recorded, and I'm so sorry about it. I'm trying out a new script format, so it might sound a little clunky just because, um, oftentimes I'll have a basic script and I'll sort of like read that before recording and then I'll sort of improvise it a little now I'm just going to try and read straight from it because I've noticed in the last episodes I've been starting to get a little stuttery and it annoys me a lot um yes so next week next week I will not be in New York where I usually am I live in New York I will be either in Chicago I will be going to visit some family some friends up there so if I am if I'm either in Chicago or Iowa. If I'm in Iowa, probably won't have a guest, but if I'm in Chicago, my cousin either Jacques or Eliana will uh, guest appear, I'm hoping. They're both uh, cousins from my dad's side. But anyways, I am, again, I apologize so much. It has been so long since I recorded, and um, the writing is not great, but I've just been trying to get it done so that I can because, to be honest, we're not at the good part yet. The good part is the ending. And I have always said that about every story. The good part is the ending. Because it's the climax. It's my favorite part. But we got to get to the ending. So this episode might be a little longer. Just to get, like, a big, uh, get a punch into it. Like, yeah. Um, if you don't remember exactly what happened last, Soros has just come through the portal. There were all those golden flames. It was painful. Those bad, bad things were happening. So now, here's what I'm going to try and do. I'm going to try and jump right off from that, and let's see how it works. All right, um, thank you for listening, and let's get into the story. Soros didn't waste much time. He swooped into the air and flew over the endless amounts of forest. In the distance, he could see the faintest glow of a town. He lowered his wings and dropped onto the ground. The walk was just a few miles, but his human body had not had still not fully recovered from traveling through the portal. He knew what the pain was. It was a magical spell that dragons only use for torture, yet humans use for protection. When when the when the prison had been made, the one who cast it probably added it as a precaution so that no one would try to escape, as they would be put in quite a bit of pain. <clears throat> the golden flames were just the sign that the spell had been cast. Even if it was hundreds of thousands of years ago, it still stuck. Just as he reached the clearing, he could see that the horizon was lighting up from the sun. It slowly rose into the sky, lighting it all up. 
When he arrived at the small town, the sun hung high in the sky. The town was composed mostly of a few streets and some hills of which people had built homes and small paths upon. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm getting announcements from my school about the Dolphin Post, which I'm not joining. I already, it already ended, but still, I want people to join me over the summer. Okay. Where was I when he arrived? Small town, deserted, and all sorts of unhomes and shelters. As he walked down Main Street, he saw bookstores and apothecaries, everything a village might need to function. So Ars tried to first assess his needs. He would need proper human clothes, a place to sleep till he could find a ruler, proper currency, food, and an alias. A home first, he decided, looking for anyone, anything or anyone renting out rooms. <clears throat> Finally, closer to the edge of town, he found a small inn, agreeing to give him the room in exchange for minimal labor. For about a week, Zorus worked in the mildew-ridden building that was the Bold Herc Inn. He took every note. He took note of everyone who worked there, ex expecting many people, but instead finding three. One was the owner, Hilda Boldherg. She was old and tall, with graying hair and dusty-colored eyes. She limped around the inn, dusting this and supervising that. She had a fearful presence, but was kind. Was a kind-hearted person who always had room for a person in t need of a long-term home. Second, there was Lan, which was short for Alana, though they didn't like being called that. They cleaned the rooms that were barely ever used and served guests who were usually travelers resting for a night or two. They were a few years older than Soros, coming from a town east of the village they were in now. Finally, there was Joel. Joel kept to himself, spending all his free time in the kitchen cooking up experimental recipes and the requests of guests. He was a muscular man who, when he was not cooking, was drawing images of flowers and of the sky, which were framed all around the inn. From what Lan said, he was shy but incredibly was extremely smart and creative. They also said he had a wonderful singing voice, but only if he was truly happy would you hear him sing. Every night... Soros had to remind himself that these were his enemies, but it became harder and harder to think of them that way. One night, Hilda offered him a money for work along with his room, and it was that night that Soros knew that he needed to escape before he fell in love with these people, before he couldn't hurt them, because to finish his mission, well, he would have to hurt them. Three weeks had passed since he was given his room. He was now collecting... Two, two gold chips a night. He learned the currency, the currency of this town pretty fast. It was not the smartest idea, but it worked. Two, two, ten bronze pieces equaled one silver piece. Ten silver pieces equaled one gold piece, and and ten gold pieces equaled one, equaled one tungsten piece. Tungsten was a rare metal that was found. It was tested. It was tested using furnaces, as tungsten would only melt in extremely high heats. People would bring their tungsten coins and put them in the furnaces. The furnaces would be heated up so high that almost any metal would not be able to survive. If it didn't melt, then it was pure tungsten. Two silver a week was a good. Two. Oh, I forgot. Okay. Sorry, this is not written down. Whatever I said about the money that he was getting was a good amount of money for someone working his job. His job was mainly just to clean the rooms and make sure that they looked presentable for anyone who was staying the night. About, about, oh, sorry. 
that not okay see this is what i'm talking about this is what annoys me i don't have any of this written down but i'm gonna keep going one uh, sorry one night hilda told them all that they were that they needed to get ready for the busiest night of all joel and lan seemed to immediately know what she was talking about but soros had to ask what do you mean well of course the dragon festival the dragon festival where had he heard that before something maybe his mother said yes the dragon festival it was a festival the humans celebrated once a year when they thought that on they when they thought the anniversary of the creation of the dragon prison was but really they were wrong they're about a month off the, the dragon prison was created the night that the portal opened the portal opened the same night every year if the pu humans looked in the sky for once they would notice maybe just in the distance faint light that would tell them when to celebrate. But no, they celebrated a month late. Suddenly, Soros felt angry. He felt annoyed. He just, he thought, these humans, they don't care about anything. They just, they just, ugh, he was annoyed. He didn't know why, but he was annoyed at humans, and they didn't care about anything, he thought. So, the next night, they had not lied, and hundreds of people were in the Boulder Inn. Zorus had never even imagined something like this. Hilda was running this and this way and that, yelling at land to clean the table and telling Joel that he needed to fix whatever, <clears throat> whatever, dis like whatever minor problems people had with the dish dishes. And Zorus had never been so busy in his life. A lot of people wanted to stay for the night. Either they were very drunk or they just didn't, have much of a place to go home. They also, they maybe didn't want to go through the crowds because outside, hundreds of thousands of people danced around bonfires. Pictures of people slaying dragons hung around their fountain. Soros <clears throat> repaired 12 rooms that night. That was, that was almost, that was, ah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to take a break. Right, and then I'm gonna come back to this. So let's just start from where the dragons where are the dragons in the square. The dragon paintings in the square. <clears throat> Soros prepared over fifteen rooms that night. It was insane how many <sighs> how many sanities. It was more than he had ever prepared in his in his entire time at the boulder again. After all the guests had ever either left or went to sleep, Soros went down to Hilda. She looked tired and a little sick. He said, I need to leave. I, I would like to thank you for all that you've done for me, but I need to get to the capital. I need to get to the castle. Hilda looked at him as if he was joking. The castle, that's, that's quite a thing, she said. Well, um, you can't go alone. It's quite the journey, and someone of, well, I don't think that you'll be ready for it. Uh, I could send Lan with you. That could work. Soros thought for a moment. He liked Lan enough, but he didn't want to get attached to anyone. He said, I'll think about it, and went to bed. That night, he took a piece of paper 
and wrote down a few things on it. He wrote down, I've, I'm living in an inn at the edge of a small town. There was a festival tonight that, that um, celebrated the, the, the imprisonment of our kind. And then finally he wrote, the humans have offered to send me with one of their kind to the castle. Should I accept? He rolled it up, tied it neatly with a piece of string, took it out, and then, and then just called into the air. It was an odd sound, a sound that was not of any language, uh, not of any human language. And then suddenly, suddenly the letter just disappeared. It just disappeared right out of his hands. The next morning he woke up, and it's as if someone had planted the answers into his head. He knew he should go with Lan because they would take him to the castle. If he had, if he got too attached, then so what? It would just have to be that way. He went down to Hilda and accepted, and accepted that Lan would come with him. And then that, and by that afternoon, he and Lan were on their way, leaving the town, taking the, the old dirt road that would lead them to the capital. Alright, that is it for this episode. I'm sorry if it was a little clunky. I'm very tired and I didn't have it all written down because I was trying to just get one out. But I promise that the next episode will be completely written down. It will be next week. I might have a guest. Who knows? Figure it all out. I am so sorry again about this gap. I have really felt super bad about it. But hey, can't change the past. So I'm going to try and make the future better. I also have big thing as you know i said a lot about breaker um leaving comments on breaker but the other thing is i really do like to read and i love fantasy as you might know because all three stories i have or two all two and a half stories that i've told on this podcast have been fantasy stories but i do love fantasy the next one i'm thinking of doing the monitors of magic but that is that is something that I'll figure out on the next one. I'm not sure yet. Um, but I do really love fantasy. I love magic. I sort of love being creative. I've never been good at doing sci-fi. I just, I have a problem with realistic fiction, to be honest. It's a long story. But anyways, so, um, I really love to read, like, and I know that there are so many good books that I haven't read. Like, um, my mom taught a, a woman who is now has is writing her own YA novels, which is actually the Nocturna series, so I definitely recommend checking that out, um, but that's not what I'm saying. But anyways, she got me a bunch of these books that I'd never heard of, and I loved almost all of them, so um, two things. One, if you are interested in seeing me do, like, I know that I did for our quarter quilt, I actually have to check, because I think we might have another one coming up. Um, we did, like, a book review, but I was wondering if you wanted me to do, like, more book recommendations I might just do that actually where I just like recommend a book every episode like if you like this podcast check out this if you like this episode then you might like this um but also like please in the comments on breaker I love new books and I love to read things that I've never heard of and that people think are good so please if you ever have any good books just put them in the comments I promise I will respond to you I will I will try and read that book I will tell you if I liked it or not um yeah, but I guess I'll try it out right now. Um, uh, I guess a good recommendation for books. Hmm. This is a book that I just, so I, re- I got a copy of it from my mom's student. 
and then I re I got to listen to it as an audiobook, which was really nice. I re-listened to it, and it's a, an amazing book, a great, great fantasy book. Um, so if you're interested in it, I definitely suggest Hyacinth and the Secrets Beneath. Um, and just, yeah, that's one of my favorite books. So um, I guess if that's all, this, I know this episode ran a little long, but I was going really bad. Um, I think I might start extending the episodes to 15 to 20 minutes just so I can put a little more because The Dragon's Return is a very long story. It's a very long story and it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be longer than both the stories that we've done. So with, if that's all, then thank you for listening one more time and uh, I'll see you on the next one. Bye.